Kia ora, I'm Ellie, aka Slimelight, and I'll be chatting to various people who make up our vibrant DJ and club scene in Aotearoa, each one with their own unique story and opinions on what music means to them and their well-being. Come explore the highs, mids and lows of this incredible community. Welcome to Rhythm and Lines. DJing is not just about choosing a few tunes. It's about generating shared moods. It's about understanding the feelings of a group of people and directing them to a better place. In the hands of a master, records create rituals of spiritual communion that can be most powerful events in people's lives. Last night, a DJ saved my life. Brewster and Broughton, 2022. Just a few months ago, I was scrolling on Instagram when a bright green, pink and yellow ad popped up on my feed. It said, Your Shot 2023, and the description said it was a competition for people who had never, ever DJed before. First time ever running in Auckland. And if you get in, get six weeks of training on world-class equipment and perform a set during a two-day event alongside international headliners. Like, what? I honestly thought it was a scam, but much to the dismay of my cybersecurity analyst boyfriend, I chucked all of my details in to register and forgot about it. A month later, an email. Hey, it said, head down to our registration day and have an interview. It was at Sweatshop Brew Kitchen, a venue just across from Hobson Street. My bus doesn't stop too far from there. I was like, all right, seems legit. And that same night after registration, I got an email saying I was accepted. And then I began embarking on one of the best learning experiences of my life. Through the stresses of my final semester of uni, I had the opportunity to block out three hours a week just to be with music. There was something really grounding and exciting about being in your own little world, discovering music, blending tracks, and sharing that with others in my class. When things went poorly, sure, it sucked, but when it went well, it went great. It's like this overwhelming thing takes over your body and you're just implored to move, and at the time, this was just in practice, like... At the time of writing this, I was still figuring out my set. I had less than a week to put it all together and perform it in front of my fellow budding creatives, family and my mates. Since beginning, half of my time now is just spent researching artists and finding tracks to mix. Again, I experience this overwhelming urge to move or exclaim every time I hear a track I enjoy. I visited a small gig where my fellow Your Shot mates were trialing their sets. I, I didn't play, I wasn't prepared enough. But you can see the joy on the DJ and from the crowd every time a mashup goes well or a transition is really smooth. I mean, my sister grew up in the heyday of the UK club scene and still basically only listens to EDM because she loved her experience so much. Her recommendation to me on this journey was to read Last Night A DJ Saved My Life. The book likens DJs to that of priests or shamans. Like the witch doctor, we know he's just a normal guy, really. I mean, look at him. But when he wipes away our everyday lives with holy drums and sanctified bass lines, we are quite prepared to think of him as a god. Brewster and Broughton, 2022. And honestly, when we look at the role of a DJ, I see the resemblance. Gathering many to one place, all under one common interest, to move beyond the doldrums of everyday life through rhythm and movement. During a ritual, a shaman would beat the drum in a monotonous rhythm and sing long songs to call the spirits. The shaman would dance and would soon be exhausted by the weight of the heavy costume and drum. Tiredness helps to enter and deepen the trance state. Shamanism in Mongolia, 2023. 
I am in no way discrediting the importance of shamans and other holy leaders. Culturally, it's been in practice for way, way, way longer than DJs have been around. To say it's the same or equivalent would be a complete discredit to the cultural significance these rituals hold. Though, it is interesting how humans are drawn to this type of environment. There's something about the nighttime, thumping bass lines, movement, and if it's your thing, mind-altering substances. For me, it's this rush of dopamine you get when hearing a good mix or mixing it yourself, then sharing that enjoyment with a group of people and just moving. You're exhausted at the end of a good set, especially if you're DJing. It's just you and the crowd, and when things get going, time up there really flies by. You're having a stellar time, so is the crowd, and once you're off that stage, the buzz continues and you are craving more. So why not join the crowd? Keep going until you drop. And the thing is, we can see how addictive these environments can be with things like club quarantine. During the 2020 COVID-19 lockdowns, a DJ known as D-Nice utilized Instagram and Instagram Lives to facilitate hashtag club quarantine. He intended it to replicate a house party vibe and bring hope to those struggling with lockdowns. More than an invitation to passively consume the music, viewers engage in the ritual of recreating community and participatory healing. And the leisure experience of everyone is enlivened as others grow the community. Prior and Atlas, 2020. I mean, D-Nice was so successful, he had Oprah Winfrey, Jamil Hill, and Ludacris tuning into his sets and tweeting about them. He even used his platform to raise money for COVID-19 relief. Success like that doesn't suddenly pop up without there being a demand for this type of content to begin with. Even in quarantine, people still felt the urge to join these live streams, engage with this DJ, and enjoy his music. And for many, it brought a lot of enjoyment and hope to people stuck at home, waiting for quarantine to end. In some ways, the book titled Last Night A DJ Saved My Life is accurate. D-Nice was able to bring people together and help people escape from a very scary and turbulent time in history. He was able to help people heal and regain hope in the world. And I suppose it's like some sort of spiritual leader. Today, no offense to priests and ministers who try their best. It is the DJ who fills this role. It is the DJ who presides at our festivals of transcendence. Brewster and Broughton, 2022. I know it all seems trivial, but it comes back to transcendence. That feeling of being out of yourself, euphoric, taken to a place of joy. Nothing else exists in that moment but you, your music, and the crowd. Or vice versa. To wrap up, in some ways... DJing music gigs are like healing rituals of old. It allows us to escape from ourselves and enjoy time with a collective without the need for talking. Being a DJ allows you to create fantastic music that is purely your own and you facilitate people to come together to dance, shout and move. We're all there for the tunes, the company, the bass lines and most importantly, dopamine. Which much like a drug, once you start, it's very, very hard to stop. So... Why make a podcast about this? I'm curious to see how others discovered their love for music, DJing and gigs and how it affects their mental well-being. Is there something everyone could benefit from by taking some evenings out and going to their local club? Should everyone have a mixing deck at home? I'll be chatting to various DJs, event facilitators, gig goers and more to find out their stories and opinions. And I'll be starting out by delving into my own Your Shot experience a little more in depth. Thanks for listening. This is Rhythm and Minds. 